my voice just so you know is not 100% after I had the coronavirus last week which I do not want to talk about but my voice is not back to 100% yet but I'm not gonna let that get me down just gonna power on through Welcome back to the Off Topic Podcast. This is episode two and I am so excited because I have another guest today and today it is Preston. Hello, how's it going? Preston is going to be my future brother-in-law-ish, I guess you could say. (laughs) He's engaged to my sister-in-law, so that is super exciting. So he's going to be an official part of our family. So he has agreed to be on the podcast today, and we were kind of throwing topics around and finally landed on church camp. A lot of us have memories of going to church camp when we were younger, and so we thought that maybe we would share some of our stories. What do you think? Is that all right? Sounds great to me. All right. Well, Preston. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some questions and then we'll just go from there. Okay. I don't really have anything prepared, but we'll just see where the conversation goes. Did you go to church camp when you were younger? I did. And where did you go and for how long? And just kind of tell us a little brief synopsis of where you went and how that was. So when I was younger, I'd say in my elementary days, I went to a church called First Baptist Church. And I remember attending church camp with them. It really wasn't anything special that I can remember. I didn't really get into the religion at that age, so I don't really have a memory of anything or learning anything that much. I was just there to have a good time. There to have a good time. That sounds like a lot of... When people first go to church camp or they're even a little bit older, they're like, I'll go, I'll go to have a good time. You know, that sounds very typical. Kind of like me. I think I did that too. Okay, so that was when you were younger. What is the church camp that you have the most memories from or that has had the most significant impact on you? I would say my most recent church that I've started attending. I started attending back in 2017, so I was in high school, and the memories that I've made there have definitely stood out from anywhere, other, any other church camps that I've been to. Now, tell us and tell me and the listeners, what is the dynamic like of your church camp? Because for me, my church camp that I went to, I went to for four years. I started in sixth grade and then up from there. And my church camp, they would always assign you a cabin and you were not with your people from your church. And I think that that is different from a lot of other church camps. And he just made a face. So that kind of sounds like maybe that's <laughs> not how it was. But you were not with people from your church. So like I would be with, if I was in sixth grade, I was with other sixth graders, other sixth grade girls. And then we had like a cabin leader. So what was yours like? Um, we stayed with our church. We shared cabins actually this past year okay. with two churches. I'd say sharing the cabin with your own people that you know helps you kind of get out of your comfort zone when it comes to talking to the other people. Oh yeah, definitely. I I I think that that was one thing that was really kind of scared me when I was younger. Even whenever okay, so I would always get like church camp jitters, like it's like oh it's time for church camp, and then 
get there and be super nervous because I didn't know like anybody in my cabin or whatever so I think that that definitely would be helpful to kind of know people in your in your cabin now did you have like small groups or something where you would mingle with other people yeah we did small groups we had the option to do it with between three to six people and we had the option to either do it just with our people from our own church or we could expand outside to other churches if we wanted to but most people didn't just because they didn't have that kind of the willingness yes the willingness (laughs) to to branch (laughs) off well I remember so we would get there and then we would get find out whatever cabin we had and you would cross your fingers hoping that you would get a good cabin definitely because there was always like the really nice cabins which I remember was called Creekside which I was in in sixth grade and sixth grade is like the first year that you at my church camp where you stay all week because before that they had were like it was like half a week or something like that but I never went to that and so they they I think they put you purposely in the nice cabin so you weren't like oh my gosh what is this but I never stayed in the really terrible cabins because they always reserved those for the boys (laughs) (laughs) so at my church camp okay so full disclosure my church camp is a Methodist church camp I grew up Methodist and that's where I had, I was first baptized in the Methodist church. I had confirmation classes. I did all that at the Methodist church, grew up at the, Meth- at the Methodist church and went to the Methodist church camp. And every year on Wednesday, we would have a dance and I had like a disposable camera and I would just like raise my camera up and take pictures. So I know I have a scrapbook full of it. Th- I think that's something that sticks out in my mind because I'm like, what other church camps have a dance like a full-on like bring in a dj and have a dance not mine (laughs) it's definitely a great memory for sure i would say one of my most memorable moments is really just the worship time Ooh, ooh, yeah just the fact that it's just it's unreal the amount of feeling that you can feel the presence of god oh yeah 100 especially with our church camp um we had about 800 people at ours so we were a very very large church camp that is large (laughs) yeah so just hearing all those voices praising god is something that you've you don't get the option to experience that very often so it's very just great to experience that absolutely and i that was the first time that i ever properly worshiped with songs that had words that I felt like in my soul. I think, I know, I know that that's the first time that I ever like felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And it was like that feeling of worship was something that then I started to crave and stuff like that. So I, and then I got away from that a little bit when I was in my uh, teens and young adulthood, but that's a different, a different story for a different time but now it's something that I still crave like I'm like I want to listen to worship music I want to go to church and like worship like that's I totally agree 100% yeah that's definitely when I feel the most presence from the Lord is during worship do you have a favorite worship song I do here again by elevation worship here again by elevation worship I cannot think of that off the top of my head but I'm going to listen to it. I'm sure I, I may have. I probably have heard I it I bet before. you have. But I, I will, I'm going to listen to that after this. Is there a song that reminds you of church camp? Something that you remember singing? Here again, we I do remember singing that there. And then a song called Oceans. I am... Oceans by Hillsong? Yes. Uh, love, love, love. So I actually went through and Googled early 2000s Christian music. You did that too? Yeah. <laughs> 
because I was like, I don't remember. I do not. I remember one song and it was called Live Out Loud by Stephen Curtis Chapman. And I only remember that because it was the theme of church camp one year and they played it every single <laughs> Our worship uh, area was in an out- outside in, in what we called the tabernacle. Every time we went in the tabernacle, they would play that song. But so that was one. And then I had let's, The Heart of Worship by Michael W. Smith. It's like, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I haven't heard that one. That song. And Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. That's also michael w smith those were two that i once i was going through that list of songs i was like yes i remember singing those songs and i think heart of worship was one of my first favorite worship songs the first time i ever went to church camp was in sixth grade like i said and i i had like super bad anxiety and i was like not really keen on going but i ended up going anyway and my friend's grandma actually ended up dropping us off because my mom was like if i take them this girl is not gonna stay so we went every year i didn't know this but every year they play like a prank on the sixth graders because it's like their first time at like week-long camp they called us all like it was like the middle of the night and they called us all and they were like some of the leaders are missing some of the leaders are missing and like me being like a naive sixth grader was like freaking out and i like grabbed my teddy bear and stuff and they like all took us out into the main area and they're like they're missing they're missing and then they like took us into this big room and they started like banging on the walls and stuff i was freaking out and then they opened the doors and they all like popped out but it was like midnight and i was a sixth grader and i think i went to bed at seven o'clock until i was like 14 so midnight was like a different world to me yeah i have a not really we didn't get scared that it wasn't more towards us to get scared we went at our church camp, there's some abandoned cabins. Sometimes late at night, around midnight or 1 a.m., our sponsors would take us down to those abandoned cabins, and there's some creepy noises late at night in the abandoned cabins. I cannot even imagine. We had a, a haunted cabin at our church camp. The church camp I went to was called Camp Egan, and it was called Old Man Egan's Cabin. So that's so crazy because I I actually thought of that. I was like, there's no way other church camps have haunted cabins and abandoned (laughs) cabins. But that's so cool that they did. Also, I feel like all of my memories I've told you are from sixth grade camp. (laughs) Sixth grade camp must have had like a really big impact on me. In sixth grade camp, they, they put you in small groups, of course. We cooked over an open fire. And I thought that was so cool at first. Actually, I don't know if I thought it was cool or not. I wasn't really outdoorsy when I was younger. I guess I thought it was interesting. So we made a fire and then we wrapped up our food in like some foil and stuff. And then we put it over the fire. And I remember it being incredibly gross. I was like, I'm never, ever, ever doing this ever again. It's so gross. (laughs) So what are some maybe funny or weird things that maybe happened at church camp? I'd say funny or fun um, is when at late at night, our our cabin always has people that know how to sing and play instruments, and so we always have speakers and microphones for people that think they can sing. They can sing. Oh no! <laughs> Back in 2017, I remember large group of people taking turns singing, and it just was not good. And that was probably one of my favorite memories from church camp large groups as in like just groups of people would go up there or like individually people would just sing up there um some of them would go up there in a very small group but it was usually just people would line up to just kind of be Stop. funny yeah <laughs> yeah it was a good time so did you guys have a talent show no not that i can remember at least 
I remember us okay I'm not even I don't even want to talk about sixth grade camp anymore because (laughs) (laughs) um but in sixth grade we did and I am not gonna tell you what we did in the talent show because it's incredibly embarrassing so embarrassing that I'm gonna fall into this floor and just cover myself up (laughs) we did have talent show but I don't think I did anything else in the talent show because I was like what kind of if you didn't come prepared like what kind of talent are you gonna do in like a split second I mean I can wiggle my ears but that's about it in a split second it's not anything impressive oh okay so I remember one thing about church camp when I was younger maybe seventh grade we used to have tag time which was called which was time alone with God. And when we were in our small group, we would branch off by ourselves and go and sit in tag time. I remember when I was in like seventh grade, I hated it. Cause I was like, I don't want to sit here and just be quiet. I want to hang out with my friends. I want to chit chat and you know, all that kind of stuff. But then I remember my last year being at church camp. It was one of my favorite things to do. It was just to go in the quiet, meditate on what whatever verse they had given us or the assignment that they had given us and just spend that time alone with God and I know for sure that I that's one thing I would have never experienced had I not gone to church camp and also the worship thing that we were talking about earlier that's another thing that I wouldn't have ever experienced that until maybe later in life had I not gone to church camp so I'm so thankful for church camp and I know that some people maybe had it like a bad experience at church camp you know some people have great experiences at church camp but the majority of the people that I know have had really great experiences at church camp it was just one of my favorite things and then I always hated leaving at the end of the week but it was just so wonderful so I'm so thankful for that and the tag time it was it was amazing to me that was something that I actually ended up enjoying and like learning that time alone with God is so important yeah, I agree with you on that. We didn't call it tag time. We just called it individual um, time. And I remember my first, I'd say, two years at the teen camp. I really, I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't want to be alone. I wanted to be playing games, playing ping pong oh, yeah. or card mm-hmm. games. But my last two years, uh, my junior year and senior year, I really enjoyed it. That was one of my mo- favorite times at church camp was just to go kind of get off by yourself Mm -hmm. and have that alone time with God. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of that, do you have any favorite verses or anything that you always refer back to, something that really helps you out in your day-to-day or when you're kind of going through something? What Do you have any of those? Yeah, Joshua 1.9, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Oh, nice. So that's just a constant reminder that you're never alone. You've always got somebody on your side, even if nobody else believes in you. Absolutely. Words from the wise, Preston. <laughs> that's great advice and great encouragement is to know that you you aren't alone. And that's so important because so many people do go through those periods of their life where they're so depressed or they even just go through periods maybe in their career or in relationships or anything where they just feel like they're doing it 100% alone but you're not if you have God and Jesus in your heart you know if you accept him as your Lord and Savior and know that he is God then he's with you all the time he's rooting for you sometimes even whenever you don't realize that he's there He's the thing that's keeping you going, and that's so important. So one of the episodes I did recently was about my favorite inspirational quote that wasn't actually a Bible verse, and did you have any 
inspirational quotes also that maybe you refer back to? I do, actually. What I... a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one I actually just recently found, and I just love it. It's, it's from Ben Carson, um, is who I found is who said it. Mm-hmm. Do your best and let God do the rest. That is so good. Do your best and let God do the rest. And I feel like, I definitely feel like that that can be applied to every day because definitely. I'm sure you have goals in your life that you want to do. And, 100%. you know, if you, and you're super young, like he's, a, I don't want to say a lot younger than me, but <laughs> but he really is. I feel like we're not that much different in age, really. About 11 and, but, and a half years. But, okay, so he said it, 11 and a half years, but, you know, whatever. Nobody's keeping track except him. There may be periods, like, in your life where you feel like you're doing your best but you feel like you're not getting anywhere and then that can also refer you back to God's timing or God's timing is perfect there may be something that you have to learn from a certain experience you know all you can do is keep doing your best and let God's timing let God's plan do the rest I mean that's perfect yeah and I've definitely just you saying that I reminded me like just recently I've experienced that definitely feeling like I was ready for a certain career change, just getting a new position and then it just not working out, just thinking that it's not the time. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that people experience every single day and they experience that what uh, seems in the moment as disappointment, but really it's maybe preparing you for the next interview that you're going to have. Oh, I now I have that interview experience. Now I know what to expect. Now I have time to grow in the field that I'm in now and that experience can allow me to be better at something moving forward if that makes sense yes so that's absolutely 100% true the the last off-topic episode that I did was with my mom and we kind of went through old pictures and I was digging for pictures specifically for the podcast that I could kind of talk about and I know that I have a scrapbook of church camp pictures. Now, I don't know if that's something that my mom has stored away somewhere or if it's in our storage somewhere, but I need to look for it. But like I said earlier, I had the coronavirus last week, so I couldn't do any kind of preparation like that. But there is one picture that I have from church camp that my friend Brittany, she actually posted it on Facebook a few years ago. And I went, she was in my church camp like, I think maybe two years, because she was a little bit older than me. So she wasn't in sixth grade camp, the infamous sixth grade camp. She wasn't there with me because she was a little bit older. But then she ended up being in my small group and we actually ended up staying in touch for a while. And then, so so I have that picture that she had posted of her and I in early 2000, somewhere between 2004 to 2000 and seven maybe I don't know I'm not 100% sure so I have that picture and I cherish that picture with me and Brittany I am going to make my mission to try and find more pictures from church camp but I'll go ahead and post that one on the blog when I was at church camp it was disposable cameras because I'm 11 and a half years older than you (laughs) so but what did you have a disposable camera at church camp did you have a phone like what was that diamond? What what was that like? Yeah, no disposable cameras. Okay, it was okay, all ha- cell phones. Okay, have you ever had a disposable? I camera? have. I grew up with those. Okay, that's good, all good. we used in our family. Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, I'm not the waterproof ones. That's the, the way to go. Waterproof. 
the waterproof disposable camera and then you go and you take those picture or you take the camera to walgreens walgreens or the grocery store and you just cross your fingers that you got at least one good picture but okay go ahead and tell me about some pictures maybe that you found so i was looking back at some old albums um and i found one actually back in 2017 it we were doing a ropes course this really wasn't a course but more of just a thing to do up in the trees we're about 20 feet up and so you climb up the tree you and you have a partner and you climb up the tree and there's two wires and these wires are very you're close together to start and you're holding on to each other and the farther you go out into the middle of the sky these wires just grow farther apart from each other and you have to lean forward and trust your your teammate just to keep leaning forward just to see how far you can go and so my teammate did not do that i was the only one i was the only one leaning forward so i am completely parallel just with the ground i am completely straight out stretched almost as far as i can go and he's still standing completely straight up yeah that's like heart attack heart attack yeah so i'm just looking straight down at the ground just hoping that we don't fall we're harnessed in but still, you know, we just want to get as far as we can. But he definitely, that was a fun experience, a funny experience. And we will have that picture on the vlog as well. So lucky you, you've got two pictures <laughs> that I'm going to put on the vlog. But hopefully I'll be able to find some other pictures at some point. Because I'm sure I've got some ridiculous ones that would be super fun to look at. Something else that I wrote down in my phone as memories of church camp was you always ha- okay so this is kind of dumb so every small group would take turns saying the prayer before the meal that's not the dumb part that's awesome <laughs> but the dumb part is that you would always have that one group that would go up to say the prayer for whatever meal breakfast lunch or dinner they would go up there and be so serious and they would be like they are about to make the biggest speech ever that you've ever heard and they would be so serious and they would all say grace you would always have that one group that did that and i i'm not even gonna play i was definitely somebody that was like let's do grace and just say grace but you always had that one group that was that would say that and then we always had the one group that was like that did the superman thing that was like thank you lord for giving us food did you ever i haven't never heard of that okay (laughs) (laughs) i want to refer back to the fact that you had 800 people at your church camp yes and i don't even know how many i had at ours ours of course the infamous sixth grade year was just sixth grade and then after that it was seventh grade going into seventh grade and to graduated seniors so where in the world do you find some place to fit 800 people um this is down in Tallahena, Tallahena, oklahoma Tallahena. so the church assembly was kayamichi baptist assembly okay 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 i forgot that you went to kayamichi because i know people from my hometown that went to Kaimichi. It was either you went to Kaimichi, you went to Falls Creek, or you had us, the one Methodist church that went to Camp Egan. So when you would go, did your parents go with you? No. Okay, so it was just like a leader and then the youth. Yeah, so our pastor, our youth pastor, he actually had just switched and he's the lead pastor at our church now. So he still attends with us. So we'll have our lead pastor, 
our youth pastor, and then maybe two sponsors or three sponsors that go with us. Okay, I don't know why, for some reason, I was picturing, like, everybody from the church, like, everybody's family <laughs> went, and they just, like, hung out in the cabin. But, okay, that makes sense, stuff. What was the last year that you went? Did you go this past year? When yes. you graduated high school? Yes, I did. Okay, so that was your last yes, year. Yes, that was my last year, unfortunately. How was that compared to when you first started going? That it was a emotional year, I would say. Just realizing that I won't get to experience this anymore. Like, yes, I can go back be a sponsor, but having that experience as one of the students that are there, it's gonna be kind of just sad to not be able to experience that anymore. To have that feeling, like looking forward to that every mm-hmm. single year, um, I'm definitely gonna miss that feeling. Yeah. But what a wonderful thing it is to have experienced something, which I know this is like a quote from somebody and I don't know who said it, but to have experienced something so amazing that you're sad whenever you can't do it again. Definitely. But it's so great to have that experience of something just so amazing. So if you've never been to church camp, if you're maybe still in high school, maybe in junior high, kind of thinking maybe I want to go this year, maybe I don't, maybe I'm scared, just go. Just go at least one time. Definitely. Even if it's just you have the feeling I'm only going to go for the fun, still go. Still go. That fun will turn into you're having fun doing this while learning about God. Absolutely. And then you'll make friends. It just, it felt like a different world. And whenever I would come home from church camp, I would, it was, okay, this is really weird. But I would come home and like I would go to Walmart or something and I would see somebody and be like, oh, that looks like that person from church camp. Oh, that looks like that person from church camp. (laughs) And I would just feel so different because it just felt like you went to outer space or something and you just like went to a different world and then you have to come back to reality, you know, whatever. Yeah, coming back to reality is definitely the the hard part of church camp is the that last day on your way home or that week after church camp it's it's a struggle not having that same feeling the energy that you're you've experienced for a full week yeah that support system being around people that have that same value as you do which is why you know fellowship and having a church family is so important because you have that camaraderie that you can you can lean on them and things like that it's not as intense as a week of church camp because that's all you're doing that week but it's so important to have those people that you can rely on that will keep you accountable and things like that so it is that transition from church camp to regular world is so so weird but yes like you said if you're thinking about going to church camp just because it's going to be fun do it it's going to be a blast if you're thinking i'm scared but i'm not going to make friends go you're gonna make friends yeah and then going back on to the topic about coming home from camp i would say that that next few weeks after camp is probably one of the hardest times that you're going to experience because you just feel the weight of the devil trying to pull you down because you've had a full week of awesomeness all the interaction with god that you can ever even dream of Mm -hmm. you experience that and then coming into reality all you get is the devil just trying to pull you down because you're not surrounded by all those other Christian believers lifting you up and believing in you. And you feel the weight of the world. You feel Definitely. the the things around us that are trying to pull us down, the things that are everywhere that 
aren't that positivity that aren't godly that are worldly that are pulling us i've said this in so many episodes that we drift don't drift towards holiness we drift towards worldliness and you feel that like you said you 100 percent feel that after you've spent a week at church camp being surrounded by god and surrounded by christians like you said then you come back to the, the world and you have to fight that you have to fight the the urge the to- urge and the pull to go world go towards the worldly things versus the godly things i'm super excited because i'm going to experience a women's encounter for the first time this year which is only a weekend but i do have a daughter now so it would be hard to be away from her for a whole week if they had like an adult church camp or whatever but i'm going to experience a weekend for women that has been described to me as a spa for your soul. So I'm very (laughs) excited about that. And hopefully, fingers crossed, my husband is still going to go to the men's encounter this year. So I have an expectation that it's going to be church camp-ish, that it's going to be that same basic premise where you're worshiping, where you're... But I do think that testimony is going to be a heavier focus in the adult definitely it will be quote-unquote church camp because when you're a kid you don't necessarily have that full-blown testimony yet and so when you're an adult you have multiple testimonies that you can attest to and you know as an example of God's love for yourself so I am excited about that I'm excited for the testimonies for the worship and I I will report back. Believe me, I will report back after I get back, but that's next month, so we still have a few weeks. But I am super excited. Do you have any closing thoughts? Praise God and all that you do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Preston, for being here today. Anytime. I, I am so happy. I had such a great time having this conversation with you and just kind of discussing church camp. I learned things about you that I didn't know, and so that's wonderful. And I hope you all enjoyed this. If you would like to send me an email, it's letstalkpod at yahoo.com. You can visit the website mywheelpod.com, which has all of the episodes and also has the blog post. Don't forget to go visit the blog post to see Preston parallel to the ground (laughs) and then the picture of me and my friend Brittany. And also, thank you so much for listening. I am Elle Johnson. I appreciate you. God loves you. Jesus loves you. Have a great day. Bye. Somebody is talking to Alexa in the other room and I keep hearing it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) They are blasting music. Hang on. My my husband and his fiance are in the other room and, and his fiance? I, your fiance. My husband and Preston's fiance. <laughs> but anyway, what was I talking about? Mm-hmm.